0: Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.
3: NFL draft tomorrow, so you still... Or so I think to uh, get all your waitress in. We were actually talked about that during the break. That Vegas is going to remove all of their draft props 24 hours before the draft gets going. And as far as I know, that was a rule that the gaming board put in because it's all information based. I mean, really, what's happening is they're doing a favor for the sports books. The sports books <laughs> in Vegas. Wh- while we bet on these apps throughout the rest of the country, most of us and they've been available for quite some time. A lot of sports books didn't even post props until a week ago because the demand is so high. Why? Because they're sick of losing money on these. Poor sports books, Cry me a river. Oh, we're not going to put it up because we lose money on it every year. Well, guess what? The betters lose money on everything else. So yep. <laughs> come on, man. Throw, th- throw, your, throw your customers a bone once in a while. Jeez. If you look at the menu, too, at these Vegas books, it's like cut in half on the number of players where they have over unders on the position. So they, Well here they in don't Virginia, I'm not even being
4: too. on anything. It's frustrating. And then yes, Virginia's you know, got a, lot of, a lot,
5: of lot of props, I've noticed, Aaron. Virginia's got a lot of rules that are different the than taxes
4: we pay, everything out yep. here.
5: Well, nothing's more complicated. <laughs> nothing's more complicated than trying to bet on sports in DC. But besides that, you know, Virginia's <laughs> got made it makes it comp like you can't do, I don't think, end of season awards in Virginia, right? You right. can't do
4: like MVPs on anything yeah. like I'm always yeah. like so, looking at different offshore <laughs> places that has terrible value and it's the worst. But anyways, that's another, um, no, well there, there, there another are some day. states, there are some
3: states that, uh, the law is it's gotta be a sporting event. And I think that's mm-hmm. it's idiotic. Like we don't have yeah. control over the NBA MVP votes, right? It is right. what it is. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, and, and these books don't allow you to bet enough. Where if you did have some sort of information, where you would make they're some limiting sort of you, yeah. yeah, yeah, you can only bet so much on these things. I mean, come on, it's so silly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah,
4: don't they know I want to bet the bankroll on this? Come on, apparently not, which is quite frustrating.
3: <laughs> so something that Simon said, I, I, I didn't even mean to do. Simon that. Simon says.
5: <laughs> I, not, not, I, be, I thought the same thing. I definitely I thought not. the same thing. That's funny. And as I said I'm like, oh, you idiot. It must get oh. so
4: old for him, too. <laughs> but I
3: didn't even mean to do it. But, uh, yeah, so Simon said that one of his favorite bets, which has not been talked about as much, but I'm completely on board with. We talk about the number of quarterbacks, number of receivers a lot. Everybody's talking about that. Cornerbacks. That's fascinating. I dressed it earlier yeah. about getting that fifth option in fifth year option for these cornerbacks. And we know Stingley and Gardner are going to go early. Not quite sure of the order. The odds would suggest Gardner, but that's been changing of late. Those guys are probably going to go top five, top 10 at the very least. And then if you go outside the top 10, now you're at McDuffie. So now you have probably three corners in the top 15. Can you get to two more? It looks like Gordon's going to be a pick. Booth is on the fringe. He's been dropping over the last couple of days. Elam of Florida has uh, been plenty of the most accurate mocks as a first-round pick. That over four and a half seems like a really strong play. I I agree one hundred percent.
4: Yeah, I put it in my (laughs) bed slip. I really, really too. And then you know, he brought up a good point about you can do parlays. um, You know, with different orders or, you know, you think this defensive player is going to go first. Like I didn't think to parlay some of these. I thought that was a great Mm -hmm. point that he, he brought up,
5: you know, you you mentioned, you mentioned parlays, Aaron, and this is one I wouldn't do, but sometimes (laughs) I do find these interesting Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett to both be top 10 picks is offered as a spec, like as a as a bet for you to just click and say go at plus 775. I'm not doing it, but I'm just saying I find some of these fascinating where we talk about the chaos that could ensue in this draft. In normal years, right, you're expecting multiple quarterbacks to go in the first round or, you know, in the top 10. But in this Mm -hmm. case, we're talking more about, you know, more corners, offensive linemen. So it's just, it's a very weird draft to be in this position and look at two quarterbacks in the top 10 having odds like that because it's just most likely not going to happen.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, we always talk about these, these numbers moving. Let me give you some examples of some names that have really stood out over the last week. Wide receiver Jameson Williams. So if you're going through a rebuild and you need a receiver, and most teams do, why would you hesitate on taking this guy who could be the best receiver in the class? The number opened at 17 and a half, and it's kind of all over the place, but I'm seeing anywhere from 10 and a half to 12 and a half uh kyle hamilton it opened five and a half now we're at 12 and a half as he's just free falling down the board i've been hearing a lot of people say take the over in hamilton take the over in hamilton i agree to a point once we're once we're in double digits i wouldn't say that i mean washington that's been a team that's been connected with hamilton if they don't go receiver they could go safety there that's a number that's been free falling and pickets number keeps dropping. We don't see this with quarterbacks. Usually as you get closer, those numbers shorten, but the, the picket over under opened at nine and a half. And right now at most books, we're at 15 and a half, 16 and a half range.
1: Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
5: Ends up being one of the big guys that drops in the false. I mean, when we Aaron hear Rogers moment. <laughs> I mean, look, I've I told you there's one NFL.com, Charles Davis's mock draft has Kenny Pickett going 32 to the Lions. Mm hmm. We've seen him six. We've seen him 32, anywhere in between. I mean, maybe people are really concerned about those small hands of his. And it's it's going to end up being something that hurts him. I mean, you'll get more value with him on the back end of the first round. But, you know, this just – every year there's one or two guys. The NBA draft is very similar where somebody goes into a free fall. It feels more likely. Like, Thibodeau is going to be somebody who may fall – we talked about him being the number two pick for a while, maybe falling to, like, five or six. There's rumors of him and maybe his. Some of the interviews didn't go well with teams, so mm-hmm. some teams didn't like the way he approached things or the conversations they had, so that may have him drop a few spots. But you know, with, with what we're looking at with the quarterbacks in this, where Malik Willis has ranged anywhere from maybe being a top 10 to going to the Steelers at 20, if Kenny Pickett, let, let's just say something crazy happens, and no quarterback has been taken yet, and we're at 20 where the Steelers are, I would bet that they probably actually take Malik Willis over Kenny Pickett and Kenny Pickett falls even farther down the end of the first round. It's Do you This even, has a chance to be one of those drafts.
4: I know, but see, I'm more with Simon. I bet the over three and a half quarterbacks, and you could actually find it for better value than when yeah. I bet it a couple weeks ago. But I feel like because there's so much talk about these quarterbacks not being very good, I'm thinking, you know what? I think there will be more quarterback action in the first round than we're thinking.
5: I, so I, I think just, it's the back end. It's the back end. That's the difference is guys will fall and then teams will either try to move up or another team will decide, Hey, yeah. we might as well have this guy as a development guy, as a Matt Corral or after Sam the Howell, first five Desmond to 10 Ritter. picks, then things yeah. will start
4: to get crazy. Yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, I would be, I wouldn't be shocked if there's one or two quarterbacks in the first round and I wouldn't be shocked if there's four. So I just went with the better value with the over mm-hmm. three and mm-hmm. a half.
3: Yeah. What? Yeah. Nick, you aren't wrong there. Uh, the back end would make more sense, but look at the teams in those last ten to twelve picks. Patriots just took Mac Jones, Kyler, Dak, Josh Allen. Titans could go there. Uh, you've got Brady. Are the Bucks really going to draft one? I'm not quite sure. Rodgers, Mahomes, Mahomes, Burrow.
5: Like all the, well, we know, the we know the, that the Packers are quarterback in the first round they made that mistake they might. already Move
4: and <laughs> trade out maybe trade up trade down something could right. happen yeah that's and, what it has to the, be
5: yeah yeah and this is what we're doing it's like when you're sort of game scripting sometimes when you're trying to come up with certain bets like here's how i think the game's gonna go so xyz is gonna happen you've got to kind of game script this draft a little bit and approach it that way like you said aaron where it's more of a chance where a team trades up i mean when kansas city's got the 29th and 30th pick there's easily a chance they could package both those together and move up for somebody they want to bolster their defense. But if they stay in those spots, they may consider even just trading one of them, getting more value in, let's say, the second and third round, the middle rounds of the draft to add more you know defensive players they'd like on their roster. And then a team comes in at number 30, and says we want Matt Corral, we want Desmond Ritter, we want uh, Kenny Pickett still on the board at that point. So that's where you're going to get the overhitting. Is not going to be on the front end. It's more likely the back end where these teams can say, all right, we'll get him in the first round, we'll get that option year, but we're also going to get him at a, a lower price. There's a little less pressure drafting a guy in the back end of the first round than there is as a top 10 pick where fans and owners just go, okay, so you're starting year one, right? Which is just unreasonable for any of these guys.
3: When you look at these these odds, just over a day out, they are incredibly juiced. Now, there's a lot of information out there. We'll find out how accurate that information is. Um, just one thing I noticed is it seems like you guys are more likely to look at positions, okay, number of this position to go in the first round, mm-hmm. uh, some of the other props outside of the over-unders. Is, is that because these are so juiced? Like, if you look at Aiden Hutchinson right now, the best price I see at him at over one and a half is minus 200. If you look at Aquanu over four and a half, the best one is minus 170. Like they, There are some bets here that points bet has Hutchinson over one and a half at minus 400. So if you wait on this, if you're waiting until the day before, before you place any wagers on the draft and you, you intend on getting down, it's going to be hard. Or are you are gonna you be, be taking on away.
5: a lot of risk by laying two, three dollars just for a bet? If I'm I mean, I think it's worth so staying away.
3: Are you guys staying away from the over under since they're like that's, minus two three
5: hundred now? That's really what it comes down to, to me too. And it's the volatility in this. It's, it's the question marks right. of where so many guys are going to go, where I'm almost concerned about total amount. Cause that kind of just covers you, you know, for the entire first round. It's like doing a, it's like doing a player combo in the NBA points and rebounds. Well, if the points are a little lower, but the rebounds are higher, I can still win because one kind of covers the bases for the other. If that number is a little bit low, I feel like here. you're kind of putting yourself, you're hitching your wagon to an individual player and where they go. It's a little more difficult than just, hey, I think seven offensive linemen are going in the first round. I think seven wide receivers are going. I think four quarterbacks end up Mm -hmm. going. It gives you a little bit of a cushion.
4: Yeah, I mean, the one thing that I could see happening is Malik Willis being the first quarterback drafted yeah. like Simon yeah. pointed out it's He's minus heavy 200 too, so you that, might yeah. if you if you're comfortable doing minus 200 or you could parlay that with something but yeah there's really not a lot of value on anything that we feel mm-hmm. like we feel sure about anymore right
3: let start a month ago or at least a couple of weeks ago
4: and that's why we've mean? been talking about it for at least a month <laughs> every day and we already have our bets in but no at this doubt. point uh, it's like oh I don't know
3: We keep mentioning number three is the big question mark, the Houston Texans. Well, what are they going to do? Seth Payne from Sports Radio 610 in Houston will join us in Odyssey Station, and we'll find out what the Texans are going to do at three. That's next. BetQL Daily on the BetQL
2: Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.